just cause I love my podcast. Working fans. I shed blood for my podcast. Ra-da-da. Let a podcast holler where my podcast. The pussy at. All I want to hear is right here, my podcast. Somebody say something about a podcast. You won't take this from me, baby. You will not take this from me, baby. Fans, welcome to the Working Fans Podcast presents AKA Slippery Joe's Funhouse, where we bring you a bonus podcast each week presenting your favorite podcast's favorite stuff. Now, we have some Tape Trader's Guide to the 90s coming up. We have some Cult in Connecticut. We'll be bringing you some Peter X. Murawski and a variety of other things through year two. Have you ever wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his new book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll also read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, June Hernandez, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your copy today at LanceByChance.com. Fans, welcome to this bonus episode of the Impact Rebellion 2021 preview. I realize this is coming out the day after the event, but Dave and I recorded this yesterday, just before the pay-per-view was going to start, probably a couple hours, and I wanted to try and get it out last night. We did get the video up on YouTube, but I'm going to release it here just so our audio-only fans can check it out, see what our predictions were, and how right or wrong we were on the pay-per-view. And on this Thursday's episode, we will do a review episode reviewing the pay-per-view and reviewing who got what their picks right for the pay-per-view. So enjoy this bonus episode, and we'll see you again Thursday. Dave, we are here for a special edition of the podcast because we are going to talk a little Impact Rebellion 2021 Possibly one of the biggest shows this year, arguably next to WrestleMania. I mean, there's a lot of hype behind it. It's, uh, it's the biggest impact show of the year for sure. And hey, as we you know reviewed this, it's going to come out Thursday, so you fans can tell us how we did too. So we'll make a little predictions here on the matches and find out if me and Joe suck or if we're going to kick ass. But we're also going to give you a little. I was uh, thinking about doing this as just like a kind of special episode, maybe come out this afternoon, let people get ahead of it. Wow, all right, we'll see how Joe does on that. All right, so <laughs> if he does it, he, you know, you'll see it on YouTube, baby. Let's yeah, if you hit the see what the man did. Went wrong. Check the date on that YouTube video. I want to know when it come out. We'll see whose fault this is. <laughs> I want to know who's wrong. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, we were talking about this earlier. This is a loaded card for Impact. I think it is, and it's and look, it's a it's a great debut is next to WWE, clearly the top promotion in the U.S. right now, and they are doing business with Impact, the company that for many years after WWE was a distant but clear number two as well. And now these companies are working together, and it appears like Kenny Omega is about collecting those belts right now. So uh, they did an excellent preview for this. We got Mauro Naro sitting on the main event, but we don't want to jump to that main event right away. All right, we can... Start off on the bottom of this card, work our way up. But yeah, man, this is a it's a good show. I'm excited. Yeah, now what 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 do we got listed for the matches on this? All right, knockouts tag titles. We got Fire and Flavor, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steels versus Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellern. 
Elring, daughter of Paul Elring, trained by Lance Storm. She was Rachel Evers, which is Lance's real name, in NXT for a little while, did some stuff for the Mae Young Classic. And she's also a power lifter, like, uh, which Paul Elring was a power lifter, for those who don't know, besides the manager of the Road Warriors. And he's teaming up with Jordan Grace, who's also known to like to lift and stuff. So it's an interesting combination thrown together. I don't think they're going to beat fire and flavor in their first match. I look forward to this uh, show. It should be an interesting um, contrast in styles. Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, I, think, I don't uh, see I think... them beating fire and flavor either, but I see them. It, it's going to be like a good first showing for Rachel, and it's going to be I... like her debut in the knockouts division. Yeah, great showcase for her. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if as I said it should do it. Now, if they're going to be a serious team, they should come close and maybe get cheated and we start a little feud. But I don't know. Maybe Rachel Elring becomes a heel, you know, turns on her partner. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, you could do something with her. I, I like Rachel Elring. I hope this is a good start for her at Impact. So. Well, this had originally come about because Jazz had been teaming with Jordan Grace. Jazz retired. And Jazz had a backup plan for Jordan. And on this last episode of Impact, Fire and Flavor was laying that beat down in, and Rachel Ellering came out for the save, became part of the team. I'm excited for this a lot. She's one of those girls that seems like she's been around different promotions, but hasn't landed anywhere yet. So it'll be good to see her actually land an impact. Yeah, so I, I think I agree with you. I think Fire and Flavor keep the belts, but it should be a fun, fun match. We'll see if they open the show with that. Next, we got an eight-man tag match. Chris, Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack versus Violent by Design. You know, this is just an eight-man tag. It's not something I'm really, like, crazy about, but to me... That's Joe Doring, Rhino. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Joe Doring, who was an All-Japan heavyweight champion. Rhino, Eric Young, Diener. That's the name I was trying to think of, Eric Young. Yeah, Eric Young's like the leader. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and that should be a... To me, that's got to be a match we put over Violent Design. Like, they're the group. They're the one that are more of a stable and, you know, they're a big heel faction. I think they should go over here. Joe Doring is one of those big Stan Hansen-like guys, though. Big guy. like Yeah, Joe Doring is the one. I Right now, he's been kind of in the background, but more of the heater. But uh, yeah. I really hope they give him the push at some point because, to me, like he's the one with the look. that looks like he could be a breakout star here at some point. Yeah, it's good to see him finally getting his shot in the U.S., now, we also have Trey McGill versus Sammy Callahan. This last man is, standing match. Yes, last man standing match. And this is one that's started because Sammy Callahan has been basically doubting the fire of Trey McGill, saying when things get tough, he gives up. And they've been doing little things where Sammy's been kind of getting in Trey's head. And then basically Sammy uh, said that, you know, you should join me and you can thank me later. And we should be a team, and Trey doesn't want any part of that. And I think Trey Miguel has shown a lot of fire in a lot of these matches leading up to this. He's really looked like a breakout star, star to me. Man, it's tough because Sammy Callahan is one of those big stars at Impact. I'm going to go upset here. I think Trey Miguel gets it done. I think they got big plans for him. But I also think maybe this is the start of something, and he gets beat down afterwards. Yeah, I feel like Trey Miguel's got to get the win because he's got with with his partners leaving the Rascals for NXT, not that it leaves him in an in-between place, but it seems like he's got more mobility. Sammy is a solid performer. He'll always be awesome on the card, but I think it's it's got to be Trey in this one. I think we agree. All right, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, singles match. 
I'm going to lead with Cardona. This is kind of a toss-up. Impact has been really good at booking Myers. I think they booked him a little stronger, so I think this would be good for Cardona to get the win here. But we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised either way. You know, for those who don't know, obviously these guys have been friends for a long time. They go back in WWE as Ryder and Hawkins. They they have the major wrestling podcast there, major wrestling action figures. These guys are just like wrestling nerds, big fans. And they were even the edge heads for a little while. They used to help edge gain victory. So pretty cool and to the see them in impact wrestling. What's yep. that? Joe? And the major brothers. The major brothers. Yes, I forgot about that. Yes. So I'm I'm excited for this. You know they're podcasters, friends. It I feel like it's gonna be a good match, but I see Brian Myers going over. I I feel like somehow Swaggle's going to come out, get involved, cheat Cardona out of it, and Myers is going to get that important win. I hope Swaggle's not involved. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Continuing on. We have Ace Austin with Madman Fulton versus Josh Alexander and TJP. TJP, uh, a real all-star. The X-Division championship. Yeah, he's also a real all-star of this COVID era where, to me, like you don't know what promotion this guy's going to show up on. He's been on MLW. He's been on Impact. He's been on New Japan Strong. Super cool. Yeah, I think Ace Austin, you know what? He's the champ right now, and I think this is his time to shine. I say he gets it done. Yeah, I want to see TJP win it because he's got to be one of my favorite like light heavyweight wrestlers at the moment, but mm-hmm. I... I feel like Austin's the guy. It's going to be an awesome match, but Ace is going to walk away. Yeah, and I think Jason Alexander is great, but I think like he shouldn't be in the X division. I think this is a guy that needs to be further up the card, You know, possibly in that heavyweight division, maybe feuding with Moose or somebody. Yeah, somebody you can get really good matches out of because he is excellent in the ring. Absolutely. Now, next we have Knockouts Women's Championship. Deanna Peraza, who's been on fire, I think, for this promotion, and she is taking on Tennille Dashwood. And Caleb, with a K, former uh, just Caleb Connolly in Independent Circuit. And Dashwood also used to be Emma in WWE. Perrazzo, to me, she's great in Impact. She really is one of those people that they put a spotlight on. And she's done so well. <clears throat> it's interesting because both these girls are kind of heels. And I'm curious to see who plays a little more the baby face in the match. But to me, you got to go with Perrazzo. She's on fire. She's been killing it for this promotion. I don't think you take the belt off her yet. No, yeah, she has been monstrous, like probably my favorite women's wrestler out there at the moment, and I see her retaining. Now, next we have what I would consider the co-main event of the evening. Finn Juice, David Finley, and Juice Robinson from New Japan defending the Impact World Tag Titles that they won against the Good Brothers, Gals and Anderson. And this is a rematch for those tag belts. To me, it's awesome to see New Japan also working with Impact and having all these different companies. It's great that Finn Juice got the belts. I love Finley and Juice Robinson, but I think this is just a stop to kind of like continue the feud. Gals and Anderson get the belts back, and I think they're going to go on top tonight. All right. I It's going to be a hell of a match. Both teams are going to get beat up. I see Finn Juice keeping it. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. That brings us to our next match, and one of the reasons why I see the Good Brothers win, because I think it's just going to be their night. They are going to help Kenny Omega, in my opinion, win. The big world title match, which is going to be Kenny Omega, AEW World Champion versus Rich Swan, the Impact and TNA World Champion, because they combine those two titles. And I think they're going to do a great match. Rich Swan is another guy 
who, and I don't even want to say WWE dropped the ball win. He did fine when he was in that promotion. He won the Cruiserweight belt. They actually, he was one of the few Cruiserweights they put a spotlight on it. But boy, he has really shined in Impact Wrestling. Impact Wrestling has really shown what he could do. And I think that's one thing I think, you know, sidebar here. That's one thing Impact doesn't get enough credit for. Like, they're willing to give you a chance. So if you didn't get booked in WWE well or somewhere else, but you have talent, and they see something in you, you got a clean slate almost an impact. Like, Deanna Perrazzo, look at her, killing it, you know? Look at Brian Myers, another great example. You know, like, he was booked like trash in WWE. But nope, like, over here at Impact, he's getting a fresh start. And it's good to see. So, yeah, but you got Mauro Inaro back doing commentary. To me, Mauro is one of the best play-by-play guys in the business. He adds legitimacy. I mean, you can find this guy in Showtime Boxing, Bellator MMA, He's been with the WWF. He's done it all. Yeah, I'm excited for this fact that they added him to this. I think it gives it a real big fight feel. And I love the preview Impact did for this with Jim Ross, Tommy Dreamer, and so many people talking about former, uh, you know, interpromotional matches and never having a real winner. The press conference they did for this. Everything leading up to this has just been top-notch for this feud, with the exception I wish AEW would have pushed us a little more. And for that reason, I just think it's got to be Omega going out on top. I think he's collecting belts, and I don't even know if this is the last one. I think we're going to see Kenny uh, wrap himself in titles this year. I would love to see that, but the more I think about it, the more it's going to end in a disqualification somehow. Mm. I see maybe Moxley Kingston coming in to do it. Maybe somebody else, but I feel like it's a way to not entangle the companies. As much as I want to be the belt collector... I feel it's going to be a DQ that's going to push off into heat in another direction somehow. Let me ask you this, because you saw the Go Home episode. But I think, did you see the press conference before this? I did not. Okay, so that press conference, and then I don't think you had seen any of the the preview I was talking about. They put over the fact how we don't usually get clear-cut winners in this. And on the press conference, Tony Khan said we'll have extra officials there because we are going to have a winner. And if Rich Swan wins, we'll be happy to have him as a champion. I think he'd be a great champion. And Scott Demore talks about, too, that whoever wins this title, it doesn't matter because we're going to have either one defending in both companies. So they really made it a point to put over that we're going to get a winner. I'm not saying they wouldn't fuck us, but the fact they went out of the way to do that, it'd be really WWE-like for them to do this. So I'm hoping that's not that case. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this ends up and... Shit, maybe this week on the podcast we could add a little segment reviewing the show since we're doing a 5-3-1 on top WWE, WWF feuds. Absolutely. Love to do more about this. I'm excited about this. It's game time. Let's go. So we'll talk to you fans later and have a good one. All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week.